0: Welcome to Wrestling Now I'm your host I'm Lloyd Welcome back everyone Like I said, this is going to be The week of dark Once again um, We have 11 matches This evening on the card um, I think this is the most amount of matches I've ever seen On AEW Dark in a very long time <clears throat> Wow Um I'm overwhelmed This is the show was like An hour and a half It was like one of the It was like one of the Longest shows That I've seen In a time It was like Almost watching an episode Of Dynamite Minus the commercials uh, first, The first match this evening Um just gonna get into one of these matches man this is crazy uh the first match i haven't seen this guy in a very long time on a very long time he's in tag team action um last night he was in tag team action with leon ruffin that's fuego del sol everybody the pride of alabama He teamed up with Leo Ruffin. They made their AEW tag team debut against the the JAS's members, uh, Matt Menard and uh, and, and, a cool hand Angelo Parker. Um, The the JAS tag team is one and one. And um, uh, this was actually a very good match. I mean, come on. I mean, I know he loses basically all of his matches, but... Fuego Dossel knows how to put on a show. He, he and Leo Ruffin are actually a pretty good tag team together. I think he's found the team, the tag team member that he's actually should be teaming with. But I think they could put on some really good matches. And probably beat lower members of the card um, as a tag team. I, I mean, I'm assured of it. I mean, so... But the Fuego saw Leon Ruffin, like I said, had a lot of near falls in this match and they look and they made it look really Matt Menard and Angelo Parker made it look really believable. Like he almost had me standing up for a second, like there's no way. He even got a chance to do his um Tornado DDT, His signature move. And I thought the match was over until until one of the members of JS pulled him out of the ring. And then um then they you know then they ended up pulling off their finisher uh it's like a double spike d d t really nice that's actually a really cool finisher then we had Christopher daniels he was in a he was a, in the back cutting a segment uh about his uh, about his career and where he's at right now uh where and where a w is at the moment and where he's going to be and how he's not over He's not over your wrestling yet and he's not done. He's been in the business for over 30 years and he's talking about how he's not done. So yeah. Um, so I guess that means he was going to be in singles action tonight. Uh, excuse me, last night. Cuz uh, tonight is AEW Dynamite. This is Wednesday evening, but I'm just catching up on the show. Um, so basically yeah, he did have a match out of me. I will get into that. We'll get into that in just a moment. Second match of the evening, we had Hyena Hera. She's 0-1 versus Maisuruga. My Suri- My Suriga. My Suriga. My um, she's Japanese. Uh, she's making her AEW debut. Uh, so she's a, a very aggressive uh, wrestler, a female wrestler. Um, but uh, she had some good moves. Match was a little sloppy with Hyena Hera, but... Um. Yeah, but Maya Soruga, she's a she's a biter, and she won the match by submission. Next, we have Alan Russell and Cameron Russell. Oh, they're brothers. They're making their AEW debut versus the Varsity Athletes uh, with Smart Mark Sterling at ringside. Come on, we all know who the Varsity Athletes are: Josh Woods and Tony Nese nice. Uh, they're two and zero. this was a pretty, pretty much it was pretty much a squash match, and then uh, the varsity athletes won this match. So um, then we had Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian won against uh, Gravity. Uh, he's a luchador. Uh, Gravity's making his AEW debut, and then Kip Sabian is a whopping five and zero right now. I haven't seen Kip Sabian in a minute since like last year. Like, or and then even last year, I saw him in maybe one or two matches, and that was it. Like, I mean, I wasn't really watching much Dynamite, but I guess I wasn't really impressed after everything that was going on with the whole CM Punk thing, and the, and the, so I just kind of took a break. But even then, I would I'd see who'd be on the card every week, and I haven't seen Kip saving in a minute. So he's been on Dark and Elevation back and forth for a little while, but his record's five and zero. Oh. And of course, he had the, the beautiful Penelope Ford out at ringside with him. And um, Gravity gave him a really, a really good match. This was actually my second favorite match on the card, minus Fergal and Leon Ruffin in that tag team match. Cape uh, Sabian won this match after about good, okay, about an eight minute match. Not bad. Um, so, may he improved his record to six and zero. Oh. And then we had, oh, the reality Zach Clayton. <laughs> uh, he's one and zero. He's a uh, Dark Records one and zero, and he went against uh, Dan Adams. Dan Adams is a weird character. He's zero and two, by the way. He was uh, he had like this preppy look on him, wearing like preppy short prep, uh, preppy short shorts and he had glasses on and a polo. So it was just. It was an interesting dynamic to see him see a wrestler come in with a preppy gimmick. I haven't seen something like that in a very long time. I mean, it's been done before, but more of like a like a posse, but not not like a not like one wrestler dressing up like that. Um, it, It didn't matter because Dan Adams didn't make it very long against the gravity. I mean, excuse me, uh, uh, versus the reality, Zach Lane, And um, Zach Layton, easy to say he, include, he included his record to 2-0 right now. Uh, he's definitely proved his record. This wasn't much of a match. It was more of entertainment than it was a match. Then the Trust Busters came out. This was the sixth match of the evening. Uh, Sonny Kess and Jeeves K With, Slim, with uh, Slim J At ringside Of course with all those um, All those white beaters That Jeeves always holds on to And you know he always has an excess of those They went against oh, By the way Sonny Kiss and Jeeves J Is 1-0 as a tag team Interesting The trust busters They went against Brock Anderson and Brian Pillman Who are also 1-0 Um the, I want to call them the legacies because it's rare that you see two legacies in AEW like this in a tag team, and they look really good. Um, yeah, I mean this is something that the AEW needs to work more on is trying to get, bring in the if they have legacies in the company try to try to push them. So you know not heavy but just you know get them over with the crowd and then see where see where it goes. This is exactly what they're doing with this tag team And let me tell you, I was very impressed And both of them look look just like their daddies. Brock uh, Brock Anderson Looked just like his daddy Arn, Arn. And Brian Pillman Jr. Looks a spinning image of his dad Oh my god, that shit is ridiculous They won by the way With a combination Of a spine buster and a Swanton bomb It's Pretty fucking dope man Like, you gotta see this Match this match, the sixth match on the card, tag team match, and this is, the one, this is one of the tag teams you want to take a look at because it definitely brings you back to the old days. Like, it makes you I almost, I almost thought I was in the 80s for a second when I saw those two come out because they looked just like their dads when they were younger. That was wild, man. Such a great match. Then uh, we had the Hollywood hunk, um, Ryan Nemeth. You know Dolph Ziggler's uh, younger brother. He was cutting a promo to back about his acting career and how he's uh, fulfilled his, uh, fulfilling his acting career and how he's doing so well and how everyone now is beneath him and it's actually pretty funny to listen to. I mean, I haven't I've seen him in the ring. He's pretty good, somewhat like his brother. You know, like I said, to be continued. I I haven't really seen him lately. He's just been cutting a lot of promos. So when I do see him in a match, I'll give you all more information. But, you know, it's good to see him, though. Good to see him cutting promos, though, trying to get his character, uh, trying to build his character, so. Then, all right, the seventh match of the evening. Then we got the Spanish-American Project, Serpentigo. Um... He went against Christopher Daniels. So that's the match, uh, that's the match in the card that Christopher Daniels uh, was, uh, was trying to build up, build up to is versus Serpentico. Serpentico's 0-1 as a singles wrestler. Christopher Daniels is 1-0 starting off. So this match was, like I said, a pretty entertaining match. They were going back and forth. Like I s- said, uh, Christopher Daniels is basically starting from scratch, from zero. Fighting everyone on dark to build his way, all the way, work his way all the way up to dynamite. So this is going to be a long road for him. This may be his last stretch before he retires. So everybody needs every everyone who's a Christopher Daniels fan needs to check this out because this may be his last run, and it's really good to see him in the ring though, just because you know it's nostalgic. He beat Serpentico what of course the BME best moonsault ever I mean, it's that's why it's good to see him because I love that move that's just that's like one of my moves one of my favorite moves like every time I I see that move I think of TNA when when he was in TNA slash Impact Wrestling and he was at his fucking prime if you guys never seen Christopher Daniels look at the archives Anything you want as far as impact wrestling slash TNA, that guy was like a wrestling... Now, that was he was like a wrestling god over there. So, man, so good. Then we had uh Jay Spade, this is our eighth match of the evening. Jay Spade is uh oh, and one we went against Ari Davari. Uh, from the Trust Busters. Well, actually, he had all the Trust Busters there. So, you know, Jeeves K, Slim J, Sonny Kiss, they were all ringside. And uh, Hari Davari made this really interesting specula- uh, uh, stipulation before the match. He said, if Jay Bay can beat him, he'll give him and everyone in the crowd $1,000 if he wins. Wow. <laughs> And needless to say, even the commentators were like, wait, do we get that too? <laughs> so everybody was everybody was rooting for, for Jay Spade. And it was actually a pretty entertaining match. I mean, Jay, I mean, Jay Spade was pinning the shit out of like, Ari Divari the whole match. I mean he must've it was a one it was a one segment where he must have he had him incapacitated and he tried to pin him like three st- three straight times and he was close every time to get in that third count all near falls all, all near falls he must have had like 12 near falls uh, in total in the whole match that shit was ridiculous but of course with the with the interference of Sunny Kiss and, and Jeeves K I mean they've already ended up winning the match so <laughs> And then after the match, it was pretty hilarious. After the match, uh, Ari dropped a hundred, uh, crumbled up a $100 bill and dropped it right at G.J.'s head, landed right next to him, I mean, uh, uh, excuse me, at J. Spade's head, and, it, and just kind of rolled off of him. And then G's J came and scooped it up and <laughs> took it right away from him right after uh, Ari Davari walked away. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> It was also Million Dollar Man shit. That was that reminded me of the Million Dollar Man back in the day, when he used to do shit like that. Oh man, with Virgil, uh, with Virgil as his bodyguard. Oh, the next match is cool. We had it was this is a uh, women. We had women's competition in the next match. We had Diamante haven't seen her in a while. It was good. She was making her uh, 2023 AEW singles debut. And she went against Ultraviolet. Also making her overall AEW debut. Ultraviolet, well, um, Ultraviolet is kind of somewhat of a powerhouse. She had some really good moves. Um, Talented wrestler. But, you know, of course, Diamante, well, she persevered and she won. I mean, it's Diamante, everyone. But Ultraviolet has potential. She may be on one of the girls on the lower of the card, not like the not like the ones that I usually tell you about. That might be working their way up the card, but you now she may be. I think she may be a jobber. But uh, Diamante won this match with a triple German suplex, kind of like an Eddie Guerrero thing going on here. But she won it with a with a German suplex, and then she bridged for the pin. It was really nice you know, after the third one. The 10th match of the evening is a trios match where we had Larry Lazard. <laughs> uh, don't quote me on this one. His name is Terry Yaki and <laughs> Jay Lucas. They're making their AEW Trios debut versus Dalton Castle and the boys. And um, Dalton Castle and the boys are also making their, were also making their AEW Trios debut. So I've never seen them all in the ring together. So this was the first time for me, uh, Don Castle and the boys. So I've seen them separately in the ring, uh, either as a tag team and then as a singles wrestler, but as a trios, they they work together really well, and, and they could be a pretty good threat for the trios division. I mean, I mean, I mean, just I mean, with them and the, I mean, the best friends are. are the best friends are a good tag team. I mean, as far as tag team wrestling, they need to win the tag team championships. Man, get them away from the trios. Sorry, I steered away from a second. Sorry, for, sorry, I steered away for a second. But you know, best friends need to be t- world tag team champions, not trios. But as far as trios is concerned, Dog Castle, the boys, I would say watch this match. This is a match that this is a this is a crew that looks like they're going to work their way up the card. Dog Castle is a Ring of Honor guy, but. He was a Ring of Honor guy, so now he's in AEW, but it looks like he can can make himself pretty popular. He kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Adam Rose back in the day when he was in WWE with Entourage, but not so much because he seems more of a serious wrestler than that guy, even though he is kind of like, you know, out there with the pixie dust and all that. He's always sprinkling pixie dust everywhere, people. uh, Well, fake pixie dust. I'm sorry, not real. Uh, But still, Don Castle looks like him and the boys look like uh, a, a, nothing to be... Like, you know what I mean? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing to fuck with. It's like, Yeah, they look funny and everything, and they act funny, but they're a pretty good tag team overall as far as the trios. And they won their match against Larry Lazard. I'm sorry, I have to say these names again. Terry Yaki and Jay Lucas. Such a weird dynamic of thing. Of names. <laughs> Teriyaki, And he's black, by the way. Not that like that, not that, that means anything, but... The guy Terry Yaki, <laughs> a black gentleman. He's a high flyer. Um, <laughs> it was such so, just so interesting. And then uh, <laughs> then we had then we had our main events. Uh, Konosuke T- uh, Takshita, He he's uh, for he's four zero. He went against the Iron Savage Bronson. The Iron yeah. The Iron Savages Bronson. He uh, he has a record of 21 and 14. Uh, That guy's been been making his way around the card in AEW. 21 and 14. But I mean, Konosuke Konosuke Choshida, now he is supposed to have a big match tonight on AEW Dynamite. So if you guys haven't tuned in, tune into the match. It's a very big match. Uh, it's a very it's a singles match, and I, I'm gonna leave it as a surprise. But he's going against one of the main eventers on AEW Dynamite, so you guys need to check that out. This is uh, this match right here. Last night it was more of a like a you know warm up match for him because let me tell you, Bronson was not a very it was not an easy foe. This wasn't a squash match by any means. I mean, I mean he did some knee strikes and a couple other things and and you know some chops and. and Bronson was just not going anywhere. This guy, this guy's like a tank. He wasn't going anywhere. But, you know, eventually, I mean, Tashida, Tashida he found his opening and uh, got that knee strike, and he caught him so good with it. Knocked him out for the one, two, and three. That's the move that you, everyone on the card needs to watch out for. He's got a sick knee strike. It's like it kind of reminds me of Kenny Omega's but like the like that V Trigger. Oh man, let me tell you. That's exactly what it reminds me of. But I don't know. It's just the impact. I don't know. I, I, it's it's just the it's just it's very similar. It's very similar, but I don't know. I don't know. I think you guys have to make the judgment for yourself, but me I thought I think it's just as bad as Kenny Omega's I think him versus Kenny Omega is the the main event I want to see because I want to see which which wrestler is going to pull off their knee strike and who's going to win that match the battle of the knee strikes oh man holy shit that's going to be such that's going to be a main event now if that's on Dynamite that's the main event okay you got me I'm definitely I'm definitely watching that live You know, yeah, those are the matches right there, everyone. Those are the matches all on the card. Eleven matches. Can't believe we just went through eleven matches here. Jesus Christ. So, but you know, a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, the wrestlers that were wrestling on the card last night or are, are in matches this evening on like AEW Dynamite. They're just. You know, getting their fillers for the next day. So, this was a, a really interesting, interesting show, especially with Christopher Daniels. It's always great to see him. I mean, guys, I mean, he's like a legend. Like I said, if you don't know who he is, if you're young, if you're too young to know what Christopher Daniels is, please look him up. I mean, the fallen angel. That guy is just. I mean, I grew up watching this guy. I'm not even that young, and I grew up watching him all through the, his whole tenure in Impact Wrestling. I mean, there was even a point where no one even realized this guy was in WWE for like a, a like a small stint at WWE, but he never really he never really uh, appeared in WWE. But he was backstage. This guy is a talent that people needed to see long before impact wrestling he was out he was around he was around in the 90s just no one really knew who he was he was uh, a lot he did a lot of indies but once he made it to impact wrestling oh it was over and that's why you guys really need to see him when he was at his prime i mean the bme doesn't really still does it just today still looks amazing but when he used to do it in the past he would do it sprinting into the corner Jumping onto the second rope, then to the top rope, and then doing the BME. So, if you guys ever see a full-on run, full-on run with the BME, then please look at it on YouTube. This guy is fucking amazing. I don't really go on like about wrestlers like that. So you definitely need to catch up at the end of his prime. I mean, at the end of his career. Excuse me, not prime. End of his career. Right, 'Cause he could still wrestle. Even when he retires, he's still gonna he still can wrestle, so. But I hope he doesn't anytime soon. Stay as long as you can, Chris Daniels. Stay as long as you can, brother. Well thank you guys. Thanks for listening to me rambling on about wrestling. Things that we all love to hear about day after day. I like to watch. So if you guys have any questions, concerns, please have any info about stuff that uh, I might have missed or anything that's up and coming that you want me to talk about, please hit me up on my message board. All right. Well, you guys have a great evening. Enjoy Dynamite tonight. And uh, love y'all. Yeah.